0: At the beginning of the school year, it is definitely common to lose traction on some good habits, right? Things are changing. We're prioritizing different things. We have new things coming in, new curriculums, new activities, new fun things that we want to do with the kids, and all of those new things take time, which leaves less time for the other things that we were doing, including exercise, but, you know, yes, we may have a lack of time. But if we are clear on what the Lord is calling us each to individually, then there is a way to plan and strategize to make the things work, to, make, to find the time to do the things that he is calling you to. And we know that it is important to exercise, right? If we want to be able to really live out the calling that God has in our life, we're going to have to have the energy to do it. We're going to have to feel good. We're going to have to not be sick and in bed or whatever. And exercise can really help us with that. So today we're talking about three habit hacks to help you stay in shape even when you don't have a ton of time to exercise. Because I know that none of us have a ton of time. All right, let's get to it. Hey Mama, welcome to the Nourished Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to find balance between homeschooling, housework, and all the other things. God is calling your family to a life of peace and goodness, even on those days when you're trying to remember why you chose to homeschool, you just want a minute to yourself, and you're overwhelmed with a million things to do. If you're ready for simple routines, time management strategies, and biblical mindsets to transform your days from on balance to intentional, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some independent work, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 15 minutes while we dig into today's show. that there was a time when I was able to work out for like 40 minutes at a time and like uninterrupted and then I'm looking back at this and I'm like is that really how it worked like I remember I was doing Beachbody and I got through like whole workouts with barely any interruptions I think but then I realized that sometimes we look back on the past and with rose-colored glasses right like there's no way I was getting through that uninterrupted, right? But maybe there was, I don't know, but it seems that way. But what I know right now is that that is not the case. And I don't know, maybe it's just that my priorities shifted, right? Like maybe I just carved out that time in the morning before the kids were really active to get that workout time in. And now that time in my morning, I'm spending in the Bible and spending in prayer, which is leaving me less time to work out. Or maybe I'm just in a season where my kids need more attention, but that doesn't seem right because they're 10 and 7. So I'm pretty sure when they were like 5 and 3, they needed a lot more attention. But maybe… As I try to work this out in my mind, maybe I'm just giving them more attention because that has become a priority for me. But whatever the reason is, I am not able to get through a long workout like uninterrupted. Like it does not happen. But I have found ways to make exercise work in my life anyway and I wanna share the habit hacks and time management solutions that have worked for me so you can get your groove on and get your exercise in too. All right, so habit hack number one is task partitioning. So basically, task partitioning is when you're taking a larger task and splitting it into more manageable, smaller tasks. This is one of my favorite time management tools because as a mom who's balancing a lot of different things, this is this can change, this can change your life, ladies. Cause it makes it so much more easy to get the things in. So for example, so I would love to do like a 30 minute workout where I work out my like all of my legs and my abs and my arms and get like a whole body workout in, get some cardio in. But like I said, that's not happening. So I can split it up right? Into, well, let's just like focus on the legs for 10 minutes. Let's focus on the abs for 10 minutes. Let's focus on the arms for 10 minutes. I can split it up into more manageable pieces so it works better in my day, right? I can focus on smaller tasks or smaller intervals. So we have a couple benefits with this. One of them is it doesn't feel as overwhelming. So we're more likely to like, hey, I got 10 minutes. I can do it. Also, it's easier to get it in without being interrupted by the kids. Like, I can find 10 minutes where my kids are busy playing Legos or playing outside to get 10 minutes of leg work in, but to get 30 minutes of a full workout in, not so much. And even these small 15, 10-minute workouts are effective. So there was a study of, well, an analysis of multiple studies that show that 11 minutes of moderate to vigorous exercise a day combined with less than 8.5 hours of daily sedentary time, is that Is that the word sedentary time, right? Like you're not moving around time. Reduces the risk for dying prematurely. So just 11 minutes. That's just 11 minutes a day. That's not even like 11 minutes in the morning, 11 minutes in the afternoon, 11 minutes in the evening, right? That's 11 minutes a day. And then there are other studies that show that just 12-minute bursts of exercise influences your key bodily functions that influence insulin resistance, your stress levels, your vascular reactivity, your inflammation, like all of these things. So this is effective. Even if you can only get small workouts in, it's still effective and it's still worth doing. So split up your larger workouts, wrap your head around, okay, how can I split this up and make my workout into smaller, more manageable pieces that I'm able to get done. Okay, now the second habit hack goes very well with the first. The second habit hack is called habit stacking. You probably heard me talk about it before. But habit stacking is when you combine a new habit that you want to do with an existing habit. So example, like I can spare 10 minutes when I am going to get dressed, right? The boys are usually already dressed before me somehow, (laughs) and I'm coming to get dressed, they're usually playing or doing something, I can spare 10 minutes to get my leg workout in. So I'm combining my leg workout with getting dressed in the morning. Um, Doing the dishes. Even if it's not 10 minutes, what if you just do 30 leg lifts when you do the dishes? Or, you know, when the kids are hanging out in the living room, watching TV, I might pick up my weights. I have them in there and do, you know, 30 bicep curls or whatever. Or another example, like when you have the urge to go on social media, what if you do 10 push-ups first? So habit stacking is you're going to figure out ways to add in your physical activity, some exercises that you want to do to existing habits that you already have. So what? where can you add that in? What habits are you already doing that you can add in 10 push-ups, 20 squats, whatever it be? Write it down. What is your commitment? What are you committing to here? And using this habit hack is a real good way to actually kind of just make that shift from that mindset of like, I have to get a workout in to making physical activity a lifestyle, right? If you can... You know, take the stairs. I mean, we've all heard that. Take the stairs instead of the elevator. But like really around your house, what can you do to get some more exercise in? You know, maybe just play that game of tag when the kids are asking you to or get to the park. So I was recently watching the documentary on the Blue Zones, which is all about the people in the world where the populations in the world where people live to 100 way more than all the other populations. So there's certain places in the world where they have like a huge number of centenarians compared to the rest of the world, pretty much. And when they study these people, it's not like they're hitting the gym and they're getting in like, you know, they're doing their, um, oh my gosh, what is that exercise that everybody loves to do? CrossFit. It's not like they're getting into like the gym and doing CrossFit or like getting in huge workouts. What these people are doing is they're – including moderate exercise in their lifestyle. They're doing things like regularly gardening, walking uphill because they walk everywhere and they don't have cars, things like that that make it a lifestyle. So there's different ways that you could make a physical activity a lifestyle that don't seem as daunting as having to get a workout in. Like biking with your family, walking every day, getting a walk-in, hiking, gardening as a family. Like maybe just walk to the library instead of driving. Driving. Or like I said, say yes to that impromptu game of tag or jumping on the trampoline with your kids when they ask instead of saying, no, I don't have time, right? I One thing that we've done as a family is we've really made um, bike riding more a part of our family lifestyle. And one of my favorite things is taking an evening bike ride with our family. It is just so relaxing especially this time of year when it's like that transition between summer and fall and like that evening air when we're riding our bikes and you get those smells of fall and like just the air is so nice and crisp and it's just brings me back to like being a kid. Another thing that we've been doing more is taking walks in the morning and I found that this is really good, especially to get the kids like, I don't know, to get their energy out. Probably so they're not acting like crazy people running around the house. If we hit the bike path in the morning, the kids can ride their bikes and the scooters. I can get the dog out. And it really helps me to get my mind right, to just get that physical activity in the morning. It's relaxing and it gets our day set up right. And the great thing about this is that you don't have to find time to work out without the kids. Right, the kids are coming with you, so it makes it so much easier to actually get that exercise in, and it teaches your kids healthy habits too. Right, it teaches them, like, yes, we should get out and walk, we should get out and bike, we should get out and jump on the trampoline, or whatever it is. So, the last thing, the last tip was not necessarily a habit hack, but more of a mindset shift to make physical activity a lifestyle. Okay. Your third habit hack is strategy of rotation. So we don't go on a walk every day. We don't go on a bike ride every day. What we do is use the strategy of rotation to find that balance of all of the things that are important to us. So for example, so in my morning routine, I really like to get into the Bible and study. I, I wanna have time to pray And I would like to exercise. Now that is my ideal day. That I get all three of these in before the kids like really need me. But honestly that like mostly never happens. (laughs) Like never do I get all three fully in. So what I use instead is the strategy of rotation. One day I might start with prayer. The next day I might start with Bible study. And then the next day I might start with exercise. I'm rotating the three of them. And I'm having one of them be the priority for the day. That's the one that I'm doing first. Now, in my strategy of rotation, I don't like follow like today, Monday is prayer, Tuesday is Bible study, Wednesday is exercise. That's not really how I do it. Um, I like to pray and ask the Lord to lead me, I like to use my intuition to be like, okay, I know right now that I'm struggling. I need more time in prayer. Or I know that the Lord is calling me to be in my Bible. Or like, hey, my body is not feeling super good. I know that exercise has to be my priority for today. So I don't really have like a strict schedule that I follow that just doesn't vibe with me. But I still am able to use that rotation to say like, okay, today let's focus on prayer, let's focus on Bible study, let's focus on exercise. And I put the one that I want to focus on first so I know that I'm getting it done, hopefully before the kids are up. Now, regardless of whether you're trying to do that when your kids are awake or asleep, you can still use that strategy in other places in your life. So for example, I talked about going on that daily walk. I'm doing that when the kids are up. Now, I don't do that every day because some days during that Time block before breakfast, we're focusing on our schoolwork and kind of, you know, I don't want to say catching up, but like we're focusing there and I'm helping the kids with things that they might have been struggling with or, you know, whatever it might be. But some days we're focusing on schoolwork. Some days we go on the walk. Other days we focus on playing. Those are like the three things that I rotate in that time block before breakfast. So you can use a strategy of rotation in any area of your life, you know, in any of your time blocks. And honestly, I use the strategy of rotation with like everything. Definitely with my cleaning. The cleaning routine that I teach in my course is heavily based on the strategy of rotation, right? I don't do the whole Monday's bathroom, Tuesday's whatever, Thursday's living room. Because listen, things come up. And then if I miss Tuesday and the bathroom doesn't get cleaned, Now I'm pushing everything back. Now my whole schedule is ruined. I can't follow that the next week or something never gets cleaned. So the strategy of rotation helps us to like, okay, if one day something didn't get done, now I can just pick it up where I was on the next day. Like it doesn't have to go by days of the week or anything like that. Um, I also use it in our homeschooling. And I bet you do too, right? Not every, You don't do art every day, but you might have a day where you do art and then the next week you do history or I don't know how you do it. But we rotate the things. We don't always do all of the things, right? If you do, I mean, how <laughs> do you have enough time? I don't know. If you always do all of the things every day, Give me a message. Shout out to me because I need to pick your brain. (laughs) But honestly, it's not possible to do all of the things every day. And the strategy of rotation helps you to keep your priorities and rotate through them so you have that balance of making sure nothing is like falling away, that you're never getting to it, but you still have time to do the things. All right. So how can you use the strategy of rotation? Maybe some mornings, set aside time for walks and rotate that with the other things that you want to do in the morning. Or maybe in the afternoon, set aside time for, I don't know, whatever you're into, hiking, bike riding, gardening, whatever you're into, set aside time for that and rotate it with the other things that you need to do in the evening. Okay, let's recap. So your habit hack number one was task partitioning, splitting up your workout into smaller, more manageable pieces. Then you can take that to another step, right? Because you can use task partitioning with habit hack number two, adding those smaller, more manageable tasks to another habit that you're doing, right? So like doing your squats when you're getting dressed. Or you can take those smaller, more manageable tasks and rotate them in different parts of your day. So maybe have a 10-minute workout in the morning and rotate that with your Bible study and your other stuff. And have a 10-minute workout in the evening and rotate that with your rest or your you know, playing with the kids or whatever you want to do in the evening. And you can rotate it in different parts of your day. Alright, so now how are you going to stay motivated? I want to give you a couple of tips for motivation. So one thing you need to do is eliminate barriers. So barriers are the things that keep you from following through. Like I've heard of people sleeping in their workout clothes so that they actually work out. So they're, I guess, getting changed into their clothes was a barrier that was keeping them from actually doing it. Like it just seemed like, meh, oh well, I'm not I'm not going to do that because I'm not in my clothes, but. clothes, Once they – because they woke up with their workout clothes on, then they're like, bam, going to do it. Okay, so an idea that I have or that I use is I keep my workout mat and my weights in my living room. I used to keep them upstairs or in the closet, but then they were like out of sight, out of mind. But now that they're out in the living room, like I can just pick up weights when I'm like talking to my husband and bang out some – arm exercises. Or I can like get down on my mat and do some leg lifts when I'm walking my kids through their English assignment or whatever. I mean, (laughs) sometimes it doesn't work out. But sometimes it does work out. And having those things available really eliminates that barrier for me. So what barriers do you have? And how can you make your working out easier? Then the next thing to keep you motivated and on track is to be intentionable, inten- intentionable, to be intentional. Make a plan, right? So I talked about like habit stacking. Write it down. Like how are you gonna habit stack? Or if you're doing the strategy of rotation, like write down your your routines for the day. What are you gonna rotate? When are you gonna rotate it? Before breakfast, before dinner, after dinner? Like make a plan for yourself. Write it down so you stick with it. All right, if you are ready to figure out all these strategies for all of the things, right, Get find time to work out, find time to be in your Bible, find time to spend quality time with your family and get the homeschool stuff in, I want you to join us in the next round of our Revival Homeschool course. This is a six-week course that helps you figure all of this stuff out. Module one, we get clear on what God's calling you to and what you want your homeschool to look like. We establish priorities. You're going to develop a God-led vision, a family mission statement, and a pledge and really just get clear on what your homeschool life, what your life should look like, where God wants you, and what will work for your family. Module two, we get strategic. You learn all the effective time management strategies, um, the power of habit, techniques to overcome distraction, how to apply all of this time management info to your life, to your life. Module three, then we get down to work and we start creating the routines and habits that will help you live out the calling that God has put on your life. So you get a step-by-step formula to systemize your cleaning and your chores. You get customized homeschool routines that you build with me and with the other people in your group that will work for your kids, and you learn effective an effective system to manage your to-dos. We cover all of the things, all of the different pieces of your moving life. And then module four, you actually implement it. So this is where you practice it, in community, with support, where you have people to like troubleshoot with, and you perfect it, right? So you're going to evaluate your new routines. You're going to revise them to see what works, what doesn't. We're going to troubleshoot, and we're going to make them work for your family. And we do this all with the Holy Spirit in a community of prayer and encouragement and really seeking the Lord. So if you are ready to jump in and you want that change and you – you know that God is calling you to it. The next round is starting October 23rd and I will link link it in the show notes. All right, ladies, I just pray that the Lord blesses you, that he just, that he gives you that, that vision to know that he is calling you to something great, you and your family, that he has such good plans for you. And that that he gives you that faith to step out, to take that chance on him, to let go of all the things, all the distractions of the world, all the things that you feel like you need to be doing that are holding you back from the thing that God wants you to be doing. I pray that he just gives you that desire to seek him, to seek his will for your life, and that he blesses your family, that he clears a path, that he makes a way, and that he just fills you with peace. In Jesus' name, amen.